Hello and welcome to this week's episode from the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my garden. Now over this last week I've noticed that the leaves are starting to really turn and starting to drop, especially in some of our trees in our local parks and our local woodlands. Now this leaf fall, as I like to call it, is a great resource and I want to discuss what I'm going to be doing with all this leaf fall over these coming weeks. That's coming up a little bit later on, but first of all let's find out the first diary update. It is Saturday the 16th of October 2022 today. I have had a day at home. I'm actually in my workshop at the moment, which is my largest of my three sheds I have here at home. But I'll get into that why I'm in here in a moment. First of all, what have I mainly been doing today? Now, I've got to admit, the home garden is really starting to slow down. One bed that still has tomatoes, courgettes and cucumbers growing in there is still producing. Growth is definitely slowing down, but it's still producing. So all I'm really doing in here is clearing out some weeds and a little bit of watering when it is needed. But to be honest, not much is going on. Now, it's unlikely that any of the tomatoes are going to ripen now, I've got to admit. So I'm going to keep a close eye on what tomatoes are on here and we may have to harvest them when they're green. And what we could do with the green tomatoes is uh, we could try and ripen them or we could turn them into something like green tomato chutney. I'm not sure yet. We'll see just how long it takes uh, before I make that decision up. Now in one of the other beds, which is the mustard bed, a bed completely full of mustard, I've been harvesting some more mustard, but I've not really done much with that. And then of course we have the Christmas dinner bed. Now the Christmas dinner bed has been quite weedy this year, but we still have plenty of vegetables growing in there. Carrots, Brussels sprouts, parsnips, even some peas still going on in there as well. So what this means, there's even a cabbage as well, forgot about that. This means that for Christmas dinner, I think we are going to have plenty of food from that one bed alone. Again, there's not much apart from weeding, and it does take a lot of weeding, but there's not much going on in this bed at the moment. And then, of course, we've got the area where I'm going to be building the fourth bed, which is the butternut squash plants, which is starting to die back, but still just holding on in there. Just wait for it all to really die back before I can really crack on. And I think it's, a, as I said, a very slow process with what's going on. Now out in the patio and balcony garden, everything's under protection now, we're just ticking it through. But we're going to continue growing some of our plants in this area throughout the winter. Things like winter lettuce and uh, mustards and so on, stuff that we can grow and eat throughout the winter months. This means I just need to get ready some containers full of multi-purpose compost ready to grow all these foods in throughout the winter months. And that's what I've been doing today, just potting up a load of multi-purpose compost, leavening them out and getting them ready. And I suspect that within this next week, we will be planting these up with various plants to make the most out of this time. It is really starting to slow down and the time is becoming very um, 
very quiet, I think is the word. But that brings me on to why I'm in my workshop. Now, my workshop, I tidied out recently. This is a, a my little shed, big shed, sorry, where I store a lot of my tools and I do bits and pieces with my woodwork and stuff. So I just like to play around in. And I suspect that over these winter months, with the amount of projects that I want to do, I will be in here quite a lot. So what have I been making today? Now, this has been a bit of a prototype. And what it is, is a glorified onion planter. So I've taken quite a strong piece of wood, which measures two and a half centimetres by two and a half centimetres. And I've cut that at 1.4 metre long. Now this is so it can be fitted into the beds down on the allotment. Then I've cut down dowel to five centimetre pieces and I've given a bit of a sad and made it into a bit of a pointed end. And then I've glued that onto the original piece of wood at 10 centimetre intervals. Now what this is going to hopefully do is be an onion dibber. So tomorrow I'm going to take it down to the allotment. We're going to dip a load of holes using this dibber and drop onion sets into the holes. Now, I've got to admit, I'm not entirely sure if this is going to be strong enough with just glue holding the dowel into place. This is just a prototype and it's something that I'm going to try tomorrow, but then during the week, if it doesn't quite work out, I'm going to improve upon. What I've also done is I've burned the word onion into the piece of wood as well, so I know it is for onions. Again, because this is a prototype, I will be trying to make a similar sort of thing for garlic and broad beans in the future. Just trying, as always, to make my life a little bit easier. And this is why I think it's all about at the moment, trying to make our life a little bit easier. Plus, I quite like doing a bit of woodwork from time to time. Right, well that is what I've been up to today. I now need to go and walk Roxy down at our, our local recreation field. But you're going to come with me because there's something I'm going to be doing while I'm down there. Well I've come down to my local recreation field to one, walk the dog, or puppy I should say, and two... I'm here to collect some of the leaves that have fallen off the trees. That happens at this time of year. Now, before I start, I should just say I have got permission from my local council to collect them from this recreation field. Technically, it would be theft if I took them. They do belong to the council, believe it or not. But also, in some areas, leaf fall can be quite important to the ecosystem. So, if you are going to go collect some leaves, then please do just check with the landowner that you are allowed to take them. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm not collecting them from my home or my allotment. And I will be collecting them from those places as well. But the reality is there's just not enough leaves being produced in these two areas to fulfil my needs. I don't have enough of these big trees that I really need here. Now, other places I could, of course, go for some of these leaves would be a woodland. Unfortunately... What I would say is a woodland is that the leaf fall in the woodland is very important to the local ecosystem. They hold a lot of the matter 
in the ground that helps feed the trees and help feed the trees over the coming year. But they're also very good to the nature and the wildlife. Certain bugs and beetles will be hibernating in the leaves in some of this woodland. So I'm not collecting them from a woodland. And that left just one other place apart from the recreation field, and that was roadside verges. And I've got quite a few of those around my local streets. And yes, I could collect them from there, and there wouldn't be a problem collecting them from there. The trouble is, because it is by the side of a road, I was worried the leaves could be contaminated. Things such as oil or petrol from passing cars and rubber from the tyres, I was a little bit worried about the contamination that it might lead to when I grow my vegetables in all this leaf later on in the future. So what I'm going to do is just collect a couple of bags of these leaves every few days that I come down here and then I will take these bags down to the allotment. The ones I'm collecting today I'm going to take down to the allotment and I'll be talking about that tomorrow. Now I'm quite simply just using my hands with gloves on in straight into bags. In the past we had a sycamore tree in our garden and I did buy a petrol powered garden vacuum in order to suck up all the leaves in our garden. Because we got rid of that sycamore within a year, didn't bother doing it again and that petrol vacuum gonna go soon I don't need it but it kind of another option if you do have a lot of leaves a way that we could collect them now in terms of the leaves that I'm going to be collected obviously we we don't really want leaves from some evergreen trees we're not really going to find these in the leaf form these are things like holly laurel or conifers because they're going to take too long to rot down what we're really looking for is just those leaves that have fallen off the tree naturally at this time of years. We could use the pine needles that fall off trees, but they are going to be acidic. So I will be collecting some pine needles at some point, and I'm going to use those around my blueberry plants to increase the acidity in the soil, which blueberries just love. But apart from that, the leaves that we are collecting They'll probably take a year to rot down if we are going to rot them down. Some might take a little bit longer, some may take less time. Another option, of course, to speed up that rotting down process is to chop them up by running them over in the lawnmower. If you've got a tree in your garden that sheds a lot of leaves, then running them over with a lawnmower is going to be a quick and easy way to collect them as well. Again, that's something I have done in the past. Now the intention of course is to collect as much as I possibly can of these fallen leaves over these next few weeks. They're going to go down my allotment and I'll be talking about that a little bit later on. But I do feel they are really going to help improve my garden, improve my allotment with what I plan to do on that. Now talking of going down the allotment, that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. So please do join me down on the allotment. Today is Sunday the 16th of October 2022 and as promised I'm down on the allotment today. Now I've got to admit I had a bit of a bad moment earlier and I'm very ashamed of myself for this. Now when I'm on the allotment it's normally quite a peaceful sight but there are sometimes noises that happens. Planes flying overhead, football going on in the football field next to us, kids playing in the recreation field and a few months ago they opened the road that was being built over the last couple of years alongside the allotment. 
Now this morning football was being played. All these noises that I've just spoken about were going on and it kind of ruined the enjoyment to a certain extent. But that's life. We cannot help these things. But what really pushed me over the limit, and I'm not pleased with myself for this, I'll be honest, was a motorbike using this new road at full revs running up and down and very loud, very noisy motorbike. And I shouted at it. Not that the motorbike could hear me or anything like that. And I'm not pleased with myself for it, for I shouldn't have lost my temper like that. But these things do happen. But it was very annoying. And <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself for losing my temper. But at the same point, uh, a motorbike revving full. It's a 30 limit, I think. So it's not like it needs to rust up and down. Anyway, now, although I don't think the motorbike is doing anything necessarily wrong, just driving up and down four or five times full revs loud and noisy it's not exactly like there's a well there are houses nearby that could affect them so I shouldn't have lost my temper is what I'm I guess I'm trying to say anyway I came down the allotment this morning now the first thing that I wanted to do was on the bottom half of the allotment 128a wanted to have a bit of a tidy up down here I've been concentrating a lot on the top half over the last few weeks and I've, I've got to say I think the top half is really starting to come together now but the bottom half, I needed to have a really good weed. So first of all, I weeded what was the beans bed. And I've cleared those out and they look a lot better for it. But in two of these beds, I've sown field beans. And the field beans germination has been good in areas, but other areas not so good. So I've re-sowed those again and hopefully they're going to generate some more field beans. The middle bed between these two, where French beans and runner beans that I removed a couple of weeks ago, I've also sown some more field beans in those, just to make sure that the ones that are already sown have good germination. Now, some of these field beans, I've noticed, are starting to flower as well, which is quite unusual, but just goes to show how weird the weather is at the moment for them to flower. Now, by rights, we should be chopping these down before they flower, which we're going to do next year. But I uh, can't do much about it at the moment. I still want them to work over the winter and do their job. After that, I weeded out the other three beds as well, which they're doing okay. The peas are growing really well. These peas are going to grow over winter and they are off to a really good site. Again, I've sown some more peas just to make use of this bed. This is going to be an entire bed of peas and I, I'm of the point now where I just want them to be nice and early so I can get those in the freezer or in use in the kitchen before we have to re-sow our main crops. After I sowed more peas, I went up to the asparagus bed and I gave that a good de weed. Now, the asparagus bed, I have been mulching with seaweed and the seaweed does seem to be working. We are still getting a few weeds, but the weeds that are growing are really easy to come out and they're not really holding on very well. So the seaweed really is working. and I'm going to continue to do that every time I walk on the beach. But while I was in the asparagus bed, I also cut down any of the yellowing stems. The asparagus stems that are still green, they're still photosynthesizing, they're still putting energy down to the roots. But the stems that are yellow, not needed. So we've cut those back and composted those. And then underneath the apple tree, I also gave that a weed out as well. I'm going to lay some cardboard down here during the week just to make sure that that stays weed free. And this apple tree, I've said before, has turned over 90 degrees and is almost growing on its side. So when it is dormant, I really want to dig that apple tree up and stake it upright. 
So with that, the work done on the bottom half, it was then time to go up to the top half and start the main jobs that I wanted to do today. First of all, three varieties of shallots have gone into one of the small side beds. Now there's only 10 sets in a bag and I've planted nine of each of these three varieties out in the bed and I'm taking the extra one home to grow. These have got about 15 centimetres of space between them so plenty of room for them to grow and hopefully they're going to produce some really good shallots over this crumbing period. I added a bit of bone meal afterwards and gave them a good watering in and that hopefully will get them off to a very good start. And then with the onions. Now as I said yesterday I made a tool, a elongated dibber as I call it, in order to make the whole growing experience a little bit better. So first row I dibbed the holes, pushed it into the ground and lifted out. One of the prongs did start to come loose at this point. I wasn't surprised, I don't think the glue was the wrong thing to use. But it is all about an experiment, it's a prototype this tool. But the first row done, I planted in some sets and then I moved on and done a couple more rows. And overall, it was working quite nicely and quickly as well. But on the last row, I accidentally moved the dibber while it was still in the ground and it ended up breaking six of the prongs off from the piece of wood. So I couldn't continue with that, I just used the old-fashioned way. And it's going to be interesting to see that the ones that were done with the dibber, how much better they look with those exact measurements in between them. Now I wasn't surprised about this, it is a prototype, this tool. What I'm going to do is, over the week, I'm going to be planting out my garlic next week, so I've got a week in which I can start to figure out what I want to do with this dibber tool to make it last a, bit, a little bit longer. Could be a case of just screwing screws through the wood to hold the prongs into place or other things like that. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a chance to think about it. Now with the onions now planted out, again, I added some bone meal and gave them a really good watering just to make sure that they are setting in well and strong. Hopefully that is now going to mean that we get some autumn onions later on next year and I'm looking forward to it. We've still got spring onions that will be going out in the spring of course and the bed that they're growing in still has some brassica plants growing in those. So lots going on at the top half of the allotment I'm pleased to say. Lots of growing still happening. Now that's what I've been up to today here on the allotment but one thing that I've brought down with me is these leaves that I collected from the park yesterday and I'm going to talk to you about what I'm going to do with those right now. Well all these bags of leaf that we collected yesterday from the park are here on the allotment with me today and what, what I'm going to do is pop these into various uses in the allotment over this coming period and they're going to be here for quite a while. Now I've got to say what I'm doing with it, these bags here today is I'm throwing these into some compost bins that I made a few years ago. Now these compost bins, they're a metre tall and they're 50 centimetres by 50 centimetres, so they're a giant rectangle. But around the sides, instead of it being closed off, I've just put chicken wire stapled in to hold everything on the inside in place. Now this works great for leaf mould, allows plenty of ventilation and gets everything to work in. 
But if you don't have anything like this, you can, of course, use an old compost bin or anything like that to pop these leaves in to make leaf mould. Now, this is just a great use of a free resource that we can have on our allotments. But it's not the only use. As these bins get fuller and fuller, I will run out of space to add more and more leaves. But that doesn't mean I can run out. I can leave some in bags just around this leaf mould bin area. And as the leaf mould bin reduces in volume, I can add these bags into it to just keep everything a little bit tidier. But of course, some of these bags of leaves I could just throw around the base of some of my trees and bushes to act as a mulch over winter. And the great thing with this is it's very much like what happens in nature. If you go into a woodland and you felt the soil underneath the trees, you will notice just how full of life it is, how moist it is. And that is all due to this leaf fall doing its thing. This is why I will not remove leaves from a woodland. That is us replicating nature on our allotment, which I think is a great thing to do. But added to that, what we could also do is create a mulch using it. So what I like to do if I'm making a mulch from these leaves is lay these leaves out on the grass, run over with a lawnmower so they get chopped up nice and small, and it also picks up a bit of grass with it as well, which helps add a bit of nitrogen to this mulch. And then I just place that on some of my beds, particularly my garlic or my onions, very good for that, and that will help improve our plants as well as improve our soil of course now that's just the three ways that i use leaves but the principal thing that i'm looking to do with this leaf mold bin is make leaf mold now leaf mold is a fantastic resource to use in the garden and it basically is that soil that you will find underneath trees in the woodland what it will happen, these leaves will rot down. Now, after about a year of them rotting down, it should be ready to use. You could leave it for two years for an even crumblier, finer breakdown, but after about a year, I think it is good enough. What we're going to do with this leaf mould that it's produced, we're going to scoop it out and we can either add it to our mulches or on top of our soil to help improve our soil life. Much like what we talked about with the leaves, much like compost and everything else. We could also use it to add to compost that we're using in pots and things to make our compost mixes. Now compost mixes is something that I've not really fussed about too much in the past. I usually add perlite or vermiculite or brick dust to some of my seeds compost but actual multi-purpose compost I don't really add much to it but some people do and leaf mold could be a good way to add a bit of organic matter to some poor compost so added to it to that another source of compost of course just another way of using these leaves and the final thing that we could do with these leaf mold and I hear a lot of people do it if we sow certain seeds that are probably a bit difficult to germinate in the ground, particularly if you've got a clay hard soil like I have, we make a drill and we sow the seeds. I'm using carrots or parsnips as an example here. Sow the seeds and then instead of backfilling it with compost, we add leaf mould to it. Now what this does is it, it covers the seed, which helps promote the seed to grow, much like the compost or soil that we've removed. But because it's so light and crumbly, 
things like carrots and parsnips, when they germinate, they have an easier time to break through that leaf mould and pop out on top. So it makes it a bit easier and promotes germination on things like carrots or parsnips if you struggle with germination on those. It's such a great resource that I think that we should all be using this leaf mould as and when we can get hold of it and I highly highly recommend it if you are able to get hold of some leaves. Now if you are lucky enough to have leaves in your garden grab them use them and do exactly what I've been talking about make some leaf mould use them as a mulch and I'm sure your gardening will do a lot better for it. Let me know if you are going to be making some leaf mould this year and how you are going to be making it if you're doing it different to what I'm saying. Right Let's head back home and carry on with the gardening. Well, it is Monday the 17th of October 2022 today and I'm in my kitchen just finishing off a few items. Now, as always on a Monday, I like to discuss a recipe that I've been cooking. This week, it's a roasted vegetable soup. Now I do love my soups and this is uh, a great way I feel to use up a lot of vegetables. And one is over the weekend we cooked a nice roast dinner. And whenever we have a roast dinner I tend to, if we have chicken for example, make stock out of the carcass anyway. So we had the, the chicken stock, we had some roasted vegetables and all I've really done is I've popped the two together. So what I mean by that, first of all I sweated down an onion in a heavy pan and then I added some of these leftover roast vegetables. Now this was a mixture of carrots, potatoes, parsnips, uh, swede, these was all left over from our roast dinner like I say. I added that those vegetables to the onions and then I added in all the stock that I made. I let that just cook gently simmering for about 20 minutes before I liquidised a whole lot and then again I just warmed it through and there we go we had our soup. I did need to season it with a bit of pepper and a few herbs, thyme, rosemary so on just to add a little bit of flavour but it's a delicious soup that we will be taking to work with us throughout this week. Absolutely delicious way to use up some of our waste vegetables and also very very cheap. Now look out for the recipe on the website later on this week. I know I'm behind with the recipes at the moment, so keep an eye out for the ones that I've got to do. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. If you have enjoyed it, then please do leave us a review on your podcast service. It goes a long way to help us get found and recruit new listeners. Also, if you have really enjoyed it, then please consider becoming a member of our Supporters Club. Our Supporters Club is a, a club that I've set up to keep the podcast running, keep it well funded. And I charge £5 a month to be a member. For that, you get extra behind the scenes podcasts twice a week, as well as a collection of seeds sent straight to your door each and every month. And these seeds can be sown that very month. It's a great way I feel to support the podcast as well as I give something back to reward you for your support. Now of course if you do want to get in touch you can find me on social media just search for the Veg Grower Podcast or you can email me richard at the Veg Grower Podcast. Well that is it we will be back again next time so until then please take care. Yeah.